0: This is Rashawn Slater, first-round draft pick for the LA Chargers, and you're listening to the Charged Up Bolts podcast. Bolt up. Welcome to the Charged Up Bolts podcast. This is episode 127, and I am your solo host today, Dan King, welcoming you to a Miami recap and a Tennessee preview. We're going to keep things fairly brief here, because I think we've all had enough of thinking about the Miami game. Um... To just recap that, the Chargers at home fell 36-34 to Miami. Um, And yeah, it was not the best game. It was not the best game. It was very attacking and very lacking uh, in the defense. Um, Let's just have a quick recap of of what happened. We saw a fantastic run game from the Chargers. A combined 233 yards on the ground between Eckler, Kelly, Herbert, and a couple of like, um, jet sweeps for Everett and Allen. Um, yeah, things were pretty good. We were getting some good holes on the O-line. Slater played fantastically as he always does. Um, so it's great to see him slot back in there at left tackle and just make the holes needed. We had, I believe, three long drives, 75 yards, 90 something yards. Yeah, it was, it was a, um, a good offensive performance on the ground. Through the air, um, 229 yards so there have been better Herbert performances but we did get a touchdown we did get a touchdown pass to donald parham jr just over the top of everyone else nice and easy for him to just go up and grab seeing as he's like he's like eight foot eleven or something ridiculous there um but great work there we seemed to have a good method for moving the ball down the field um be it a fairly even split between run and pass um, and it it kind of led itself quite well offensively you could see that the coaching had changed the the that everything had changed really um and it it was it was enjoyable defensively not not so much I mean we started things with a Joey Bosa offside which you know that's just how Joey plays Joey Bosa in fact had more penalties than he had tackles in this game and thinking of tackles Khalil Mack even only had two, so there's something definitely not right there with the Joey Bosa-Khalil Mack pairing. We were lacking on defense, to say the best. The secondary existed, I'm sure. Didn't really see them. Didn't hear Asante Samuel's name called at all. Imagine that he was mostly on um, Jalen Waddle, uh, who did still have 78 yards. But defensively, through the air, it was where we gave up. So, so much to the Dolphins. Tua had a career day, 466 through the air. Three touchdowns, one pick that was less than ideal of a pick. I believe that's the most yardage given up by the Chargers in a single game uh, through the air. There are are many more stats from last week's game that we could linger on. Um, (laughs) My favourite is that in the last three games, the Chargers have combined... uh, I think it's like 96, 92 points, maybe, across the last three games. And we have lost all three. So there's, there's definitely questions to be asked on defence. Kenneth Murray looked out of his depth, as he so often has. Uh, yeah, Joey Bosa was silent. Derwin James had a couple of nice plays. Gilman was all over the place in a good way. Uh, he led the team in tackles with eleven tackles, nine being solo. We seemingly played a lot more uh, man coverage, which meant that when it came to trying to stop the receivers, uh, if J.C. Jackson was going up against Tyreek Hill, that was only going to end way and we one way, and we saw Tyreek Hill end on two hundred and fifteen yards and two touchdowns, just absolutely staggering, staggering performance from J.C. Jackson there. Um, yeah, I think we've, we've definitely seen the hopeful like decision points needing to be made from this. Like We've got JC Jackson, not up to scratch. Not up to scratch. He had a pick, but again, I'll get to that in a minute. Kenneth Murray, outmatched in every possible way. Brandon Staley, outmatched in every possible way. This is a defensive head coach prides himself on his defense used to have the top defense in the league currently has the worst defense in the league and it's it doesn't even feel close to to not be able to stop the dolphins at all to not generate any pass rush against a team that is missing its starting tackle is is just bizarre to not be able to take away or even make an impact on what is an obvious clear threat you you think maybe you try and game plan around okay we'll try and take away the deep passes we'll try and take away Tyreek Hill's speed maybe have a couple of guys on him maybe chip some but no 11 receptions on 15 targets 215 yards two touchdowns both hill and waddle averaged 19 and a half yards per reception it's something. It's something. It's not something to be too happy about. Now, I did mention there was that one interception. That was J.C. Jackson, um, Mr. Int, making himself known on a, on a poorly thrown pass. It should be said to Braxton Berrios. Um, J.C. jumps up, makes the pick in the end zone. Now, I'm not. I'm not an NFL player. I've never played football. But I know if you pick it off in the end zone, you get down. (laughs) You get down. Um, Not JC Jackson. He ran it out to the four yard line, I believe, before going down. So put the Chargers in. Fantastic starting position there, JC. Chargers take over on the four yard line and go three and out. Have to punt from the back of the end zone. And the Dolphins end up scoring three points on that drive, which let's just add to that had stalled but JC Jackson yet again uh, gave away a pass interference as time expired at the end of the half uh, giving the Dolphins an untimed down with a field goal that they made that field goal of course giving the Dolphins three points in a game we lost by two Uh, so yeah JC Jackson uh, a fair bit to to answer for there we did see some Thule to Pelotu uh, in this game, which was quite good to see, because y- you want to see these new new guys getting in there, making a difference. We saw a lot of Eric Kendricks. We might have seen too much Eric Kendricks, as Daniel Popper has announced today that Kendricks is not out there for practice. Um, Joey Bosa is back in for practice, doing some individual work. Uh, he was out with a hamstring, I believe. Uh, Kendricks is a hamstring. Eckler's not practicing with an ankle. Um, so it's... it's uh... So much for the healthy season, hey? It's 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 a, a lot of fun. Now, again, we did see some positives. Eckler was amazing as as expected. 117 yards on the ground, 47 through the air and a touchdown to add to it. He had a long run of 55 which was just great to see. We also had some deeper throws. We had Keenan Allen had a long of 36, Eckler had a long of 35 williams had a long of 24 there was some more intermediate to deep passing than we had seen previously but the fact is we we ended up losing that game so there's there's not too much great to be said there um brandon stadie definitely needs to be questioned some more on his defense and what kind of plan he can pull together because it's clear from at least the last three games that it just doesn't work something needs to change be it the personnel or the coaching he is not coaching this team to be in a position to win and that is fairly vital thankfully the titans also lost and we're looking at a team who has its own weaknesses this coming week so week two the chargers are traveling to tennessee in the early game slot and That will always give me pause for thought because I don't think the Chargers ever travel well. But I'm optimistic, vaguely optimistic, about this game. I think the problem last week, that shouldn't rear its head this week, is that the Dolphins are really powerful offensively. The Titans are maybe a bit more one-dimensional. They've got some good receivers, but the receivers aren't the star of the show. It has been for ages, and it will still be Derek Henry that is the problem. Ryan Tannehill is not on the same kind of tier as Herbert or even Tua Viola from last week. Um, her, uh, Tannehill in his first game this season threw three picks and for less than 200 yards with less than 50% accuracy. So if we can generate any pressure this week, this is the week to do it. Generate the pressure on Tannehill force the mistakes, make the picks. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, just touching back on the receivers, is questionable for this game, and that update was today. Hopkins did have 65 yards in that game, but that was their leading receptions, 65 yards. The leading rush was 63 yards. If we can bottle up Derrick Henry, it forces the play to have to go through Tanner Hill, and Tannehill is not in that top tier of quarterbacks, and we have enough players there. That even if they're not coached well, they're going to be in the right places, roughly. You'd hope, at least. We have some fantastic players on that defense, especially in the secondary. We just need to see them turn up. And for that to happen, we need to see pressure created up front. Now, the majority of people this week, I believe, have the Chargers as favorites. I would also predict the Chargers to win. I forget what score I said previously to was, but... I think the Chargers will probably score 32 we're offensively i've got i've got very little to complain about so 32 seems achievable we scored 34 against a better dolphins team um and i i think the key here is that the titans won't keep up with the Chargers. they maybe will for the start but i think we should see the Chargers take control so i'll say the titans 24 i think they'll still score three touchdowns, and a field goal, because we don't have a defense, apparently. But I, I believe we should see the Chargers walk away with the victory here. Now, if you want more of a breakdown of last week's game, we do have a piece on the Charged Up Bolts website. That's chargedupbolts.com. The most recent blog post was by John Was, and was written about the Chargers Dolphins covering the defensive woes and the hit-and-miss offence. Um, the miss there being that we closed out the game on offence. Um, Vic Fangio threw two uh, high-pressure defences at her, but in that final drive to get a couple of sacks and really end the game without the Chargers having their own say in how it ended. So, yeah, that those last couple of sacks really did put a little downer on it, but otherwise the offence, I believe, played fairly well. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much where we're at. Um, I think all we can do is hope for the best this week. I hope there's no major injuries and just hope that it's an enjoyable game. So lots of points for us, a few points for them. That's always the way we want it to go, right? Um, Chargers Titans is at six o'clock in the UK on Sunday. So that's one to keep an eye on as well. And we just want to avoid going 0-2 to start the season. Although if we do, which of course not, not wanting that but if we do it's a it's got to be another nail in the coffin for brandon staley um but let us know on twitter or x i guess what your thoughts are what your predictions are for the game you can find the the podcast at charged up underscore bolts over on x as well as the podcast at charged up pod uh for john was jr Endzone 85 for elliot bermudez uh, Bez the Spaniard And for John Ayres Adroit Ayres Hashtag Audible Chocolate I am Dan King UKLA um Chargers Bolt Up